Hey everyone, welcome back to the Lifted Podcast. My name is Peyton. Happy Monday or whatever day you're listening to this. Hope you guys are having a great start of the week. The day that I'm posting this is January 2nd, so the New Year's has just passed. So hope you guys had a great New Year. Happy 2023. Let's make this a great year. And remember, you do not have to wait until a new year to start any sort of goals or anything like that. Just thought I would throw that out there. You can set monthly goals, weekly goals. If you fall off track, that doesn't mean you have to wait until another year or a fresh month. No, you can start whenever you decide to change. If it's the middle of a day, middle of a Tuesday, it does not matter. All it takes is one decision and you can change up your routine, your life, everything. So yes, happy new year. Let's make it a great year because I do understand the whole mindset. Like me personally, a fresh start. I love New Year's. I love the mindset behind it on kind of just like a fresh breath of air, like a new year, new opportunities, looking forward to what's to come. So for example, me, I um, let's, let's hop right into my lift of the week, I guess, because I dyed my hair black. Um, for those of you guys who don't know, I have been blonde for the past year and before that, I had like lightish brown hair and then my natural hair is pretty dark brown, but I did sun in. So I had this weird like orangey tint for a while and then I just went full blonde. So now it's jet black and I am loving it. It makes me feel so good. It's a whole new feeling, a whole new vibe and not to be dramatic, makes me feel like a whole new person. You know, obviously I know that that doesn't mean I'm a whole new person, but um, the whole mindset just around changing things here and there, change can be such a good thing. So definitely my lift of the week is a nice little hair dye, feel like a a new person here. So, uh. So I know that a lot of people's New Year's resolution is always going to be and always has been to get in shape, lose weight, get into the gym, focus on your health, blah, 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 you know, the usual. And that is, it's a a great goal. Getting into the gym is a life-changing thing. It's going to help you physically. It's going to help you mentally. It's just overall a life-changing thing to do. So if you are looking to get into this gym this year, I thought that I would make an episode of just some things that I wish I knew when I started lifting, just to shave off some time from your day-to-day gym routine because a lot of times if you don't really know what you're doing it can take like a good year to really learn what's going on in the gym and what works for you and it's still going to take some time to figure out what you like what works for your body but here's some things that are pretty general that work for everyone that I wish I knew and definitely would have shaved off some time and some major growth gains that were lost because I wasn't doing them Before we hop into the episode, make sure you give this a rating and review because that is how these podcasting platforms share this podcast to more people so it can grow, which is what I want, what we want. We want more people in this little community, so it would mean the absolute world to me. So make sure you leave it, rating and review, and without further ado, let's hop into some things that I wish I knew before I got into the gym. We're going to start from the very beginning, so you decide you want a gym membership, but you're scared because of gym intimidation. This is probably the biggest thing that I've learned this year, and honestly, most of it is just because of what I realize is going on through my head. So first of all, I understand that you think that everybody's looking at you, 
And I, I don't agree with the people that are like, nobody's looking at you, they're only looking at themselves, because that's, I mean, it's not true, let's just face the facts. I look at people in the gym, but what I have come to realize is that most of the time, I'm admiring people that I see in the gym. So I promise you, they're probably not judging you unless you're doing something wrong. And if you are doing something wrong and they give you some tips or whatever, try not to think too much into it. It's not embarrassing. The gym is such a supportive community and it is so nice. The online gym world can be a little toxic, but most of the time, especially if you find a nice gym, they're not judging you inside the gym. It is one of the most supportive and loving communities, honestly, just because everyone's just there trying to better themselves. And the way that the gym pushes you mentally is just 10 out of 10. So most of the time, those people do work on being a good person outside of the gym as well. So they're normally some of the best people you're ever going to meet are going to be those quote, quote, muscle heads that you're so scared of. Those are normally the biggest teddy bears. Like I, I work at a gym and the big scary dudes, those are the nicest people in the gym. They're so friendly, so funny, so warm, and they look so scary. You think that they could just beat you up, which they could, but they won't. The only people that I've had a problem with is old people. But at that point, like, it, what are you going to do? They're like, you can't change them in their ways. They're going to look at you. And if, you know, you have something different about you, they're probably going to judge you. But at the end of the day, that doesn't, it really doesn't matter. And I just, people are going to judge you no matter what you do, no matter where you are, and whether it's a good judgment or a bad judgment. So just, it's a big thing to just get over that fear of judgment because you're always judging people. So everyone is always judging you too. Again, whether that be good judgment or bad judgment, you're going to be judged. So just the world we live in and the way that our minds work. You see someone, you're going to think something of them immediately. So that's just a fear that you have to get over. So if you needed a little push, this is the push. Just get over it. All right. So now you're in the gym and you're looking on how to start your routine. So, all right. So there's a difference between warming up and stretching. So both of them are very important, but you're not going to want to stretch after, I mean, you're, you're not going to want to stretch before, like you're not going to do static stretching while you're warming up because warm up should be dynamic stretching. So for example, like walking lunges for leg day, that's what I do. And using like resistance bands to warm up your upper body and using lighter weights to just kind of warm it up, get the muscles moving. And then afterwards for your cool down, that's where you're going to want to do your holding stretches, kind of like more yoga like stretching. So where you're going to do your flamingos and toe touches and split like type of stretches. So the next thing that I wish I knew was how basic it really all is like you do not need to do all these crazy workouts and crazy things just to see growth you don't have to shock your muscles progressive overload is very important you just add more weight more reps you know you have to keep challenging your body to make it grow but this whole like shocking the muscle thing there's so many like tiktok memes around it like you're doing push-ups and then all of a sudden you just like jump up and start doing like calf raises or something because you're like shocking the muscle that's don't that's not real just progressive overload stick to the basics stick to a routine and just continue to evolve that routine so the compounds are so important I was I started off in the gym pretty well with this actually I was sticking to compounds for the most part just because it's all I knew was like squat 
bench and like lat pull downs for back day. So the compounds are so important. So if you want to build a routine around like push pull legs, for example, that's the split that I started off with. Um, you don't have to start with that split just as you don't have to lift six times a week to see results. It's however you can be consistent. Like obviously six times a week, good. Yeah, of course, but you need rest and you also need a schedule that you can work around because at the end of the day, that's what's most important is what you can remain consistent with. So don't listen to the media trying to push all of these like you have to do this split for you to get results. You have to do this routine like this is the way there is not one way to fitness. You can do whatever you're able to be consistent with is what matters. That is the main thing. Consistency is going to be the most important when it comes to seeing results in the fitness and honestly in anything that you So for legs, you're wanting to do squatting movements and hip hinge movements. Squatting movements are more quad dominant movements and hip hinge movements are going to be more of those glute and hamstring movements. And then when it comes to a push day, benching in some way, whether you're doing a chest press or you're doing dumbbell benching or barbell benching, those are going to be, that's your compound that works everything in that muscle group. And then when it comes to pull rows for your back and your biceps, those are incredible. So it's just stick to the basics and then add your routine around those compound movements. You don't want to just load up on a ton of compounds because accessory movements can be fun. And at the end of the day, you want to enjoy your workout. So like for me, I normally do one to two compound movements per workout. And then after that, I do accessory movements. So for example, my uh, glute focused day, I do deadlifts and I do hip thrusts. Both of those are going to be hip hinge movements and deadlifts are just great compounds overall. I know that there's a lot of controversy. They're not the best if you're looking to build one specific muscle group, but they are a great calorie burner and they're a great just like athletic movement because it works so much of your body. So then from there, I will do like glute extensions or back extensions, but like the glute focused ones. I will do kickbacks sometimes. I will do RDLs. Lunging movements are absolutely phenomenal for um, your legs. So split squats as much as we all dislike them. Walking lunges with weights. Reverse lunges. They are so good. Stick to the basics. You do not need to do all of these crazy things. It's just, if you look up leg workouts, if you look up upper body workouts, those basic movements, those are probably going to be your best bet to see. And then once you're doing those movements, how do you do them? I spent so much time in the beginning ego lifting and honestly like I'm still a little guilty of it, especially when it comes to those main compounds instead of slow controlled movements so that is where you are going to feel it the most that is where you're going to see the most growth i thought for so long that my quad genetics were just absolutely horrible and granted i don't have the best quad genetics i am a glute dominant gal which i'm not going to sit here and complain about as a female but you know i would like some quads as well i've been training for a year and a half and i uh still don't really have too big of quads but i thought for so long that i just couldn't grow them but I was doing my leg extensions like without thinking. Like you have to really think about the mind-muscle connection. Leg extensions work so good. Go so slow, hold it at the top, 
and then go down slow. Like you do not have to just fling your body around when you're doing movements because at the, the you can't use momentum and see the maximum amount of growth. Like, will you see growth? Of course, you're still moving your body and you're still lifting and moving weight, but the muscle contraction of just really focusing on those slow controlled movements are gonna make you see so much more growth. And at the end of the day, it's so much better for you, for your joints, especially like when it comes to ego lifting on bench, like I, I have strained my neck while benching before because I was just ego lifting, throwing weights on and like bouncing it, which I mean, if you're power lifting, I guess, just trying to get a max, but if you're looking to build muscle, slow, controlled movements all the way every day. The next thing is that the food that you consume is going to affect your lifts way more than you might think. So for example, if you don't eat well the day before, so like whether you're not eating enough if you're cutting or if you're just eating not enough protein, that is going to weaken your lifts the next day. And if you do eat really, really well, say you eat a little bit in a surplus and you are on point with your protein, you ate like a pound to a pound and a half per body weight, you are just hitting your macros, your lifts are gonna go up so much easier, the weight is gonna feel lighter because food is fuel for so many things. Food is not the enemy. You do not want to eat as little as possible and then go to the gym and burn as much as possible. Your body needs that fuel to build muscle. Protein is so important. The more protein you eat, obviously within a reasonable amount, you don't want to just go absolutely crazy on protein, but within a reasonable amount, there is so many benefits. Like that is what builds your muscle and just what you eat. Even like coming down to like right before your workout, what you ate for breakfast that morning will affect your workout. A lot of people like fasted workouts. So in that case, like what you ate for dinner the night before is gonna affect your workout. And then if you are used to fasted workouts and you eat something before, that could strengthen your workout. Or honestly, like depending on what you eat, it could worsen your workout. So food is so important when it comes to lifting. The next thing is something that I struggled with for a long time and I still struggle with a little bit because, you know, I'm human, but your genetics play a huge, huge role in your physique, regardless of if you train the same way as a fitness model, chances are you're not going to look like them because their genetics are different. Like me, I fight, <laughs> I fight so many bad lifting genetics on a day-to-day -day basis, but it's something that honestly, I'm starting to just enjoy the challenge because like, yes, do I wish I had better genetics? Of course I do, but I got what I got, so I'm going to work with what I have. Like, I I have good shoulders, so I, I love training shoulders, and I work with that. I have, I carry fat on my back, so that's something that I have to get really lean to have that shredded back look that a lot of people have. I have a wider rib cage, so I'm not going to have that hourglass. Like, genetics are so huge. Like, you can do the exact same workout and eat the same diet as someone and you're probably going to look different. Like, yeah, I'm not trying to discredit people saying like, oh, you shouldn't even try because you're not going to look like them. Like, no, like still put in the work, be healthy to look the best way that you can, but try to compare yourself to the best version of yourself or try to find people online that their physique 
that is similar to yours. Obviously, there's still going to be a few differences. But, like, for me, I follow when it comes to people that I try to, like, go and follow their workouts and try to follow them on social media. I am following people who have a wider build and just broad shoulders and because I know that I'm never going to get that super duper tiny waist and I have hip dips so I'm just never going to have that perfect little hourglass and like that's okay like it's not normal to have a lot of people have them and a lot of people don't so you don't have to compare yourself to these fitness models that are part of like 2% of the world that look like that just try to look and feel the best way that you possibly can and then same comes with strength I have watched people come into the gym way after me and then months later they're lifting way more than me I right so the next thing is that doing too much in your workout can actually slow down your progress um so when it comes to your lifts sticking to like four to six exercises is perfect like you do not need to do 12 different leg day exercises because honestly that's going to slow down your progress if you really just focus on doing good and training hard on those four to six exercises you're going to see so much more progress and results and growth than you would if you're doing 12 different exercises because if you can do 12 different exercises then you're probably not training hard enough with the beginning ones or any of them and for that matter so stick to the basics like i said four to six you do not need to be there for four hours training aimlessly every single exercise you can think of for that muscle group because that's not going to give you as good as that's not going to give you as good growth as you would if you're just really focusing mind muscle connections slow controlled heavy movements pushing yourself till failure training till failure complete failure that's another thing i wish i knew i would start to like burn and i'd be like oh can't do anymore no failure go until you literally cannot go until you fail and that is where growth comes in the thing that i have learned is that those little heart rate monitors and your Apple Watch and your Fitbit are not that accurate when it comes to how much you're burning. I used to live by it. And I still wear my, I have a Fitbit. I still wear it for all my workouts and when I go on walks, but I use it more as a heart rate monitor than I do anything else because I remember I used to swear by it like, oh, I have to burn 500 calories in this workout or it wasn't an effective workout and like that's just so not the case because most of the time these watches are not that accurate so you're probably burning less honestly same with like if you're on the treadmill for me I'm on the treadmill and I walk a mile and it's like you burned 200 calories and I'm like no I didn't like that's ridiculous so um so much of your metabolic rate is gonna be completely up to how much muscle you have, how much you do on a day-to-day basis, regardless of the gym. So how much it's called neat. Another thing that I have learned is that you do not have to be like deathly sore after every single workout in the beginning. Will you be super sore if you're pushing yourself? Absolutely. Do I still get sore all the time? Yes, my legs are sore as we're speaking, but you don't always have to be extremely sore to think that you had an effective workout because your body eventually it adapts a little bit 
until you like change it up completely or you do something differently. Like for me, my shoulders, I can tell when I did something different because it'll be more sore the next day. But if I stick to the same routine, it's a little bit less sore. And same with stretching out afterwards. Like I've been doing a cool down after my leg day where I really just, I roll out and I stretch out and it really affects how sore I am. Like my quads are not nearly as sore as they normally are. Just so much of like your day-to-day movement. Like if you're, if you just stay still the rest of the day after you work out, you're probably going to be a little bit more sore. But if you keep your body moving, it just adapts and like it get you, it's get gets used to those muscles it doesn't mean that you didn't have an effective workout like honestly some of my upper body days I can feel my muscles burning but I leave the gym without sweating and and the last thing that I have learned that I wish I knew when I started lifting is that it takes so much time to see growth you are not gonna go into the gym and look the way that you want to look after six months of lifting like it's just probably not gonna be like that unless you have absolutely crazy genetics but for me I still don't look the way that I necessarily want to look do I love the way I look am I confident in who I am absolutely but there's so much growth and room for improvement with my lifts and my physique that I want to just make changes on and that is perfectly okay like honestly I hope that I'm never fully content with the way that I look and lift because I always want to improve and there's always going to be things that I want to work on and you start to just fall in love with the journey rather than just oh I want to go to the gym to be skinny because that's so it's not nearly as rewarding as the actual process of getting there of losing and dropping that fat and gaining muscle like it is so rewarding and it becomes so fun like I love I genuinely love going to the gym every single day it is the highlight of my day i love lifting i love just the atmosphere i love being a part of the gym community and i would not trade it for the world so definitely that's another thing i had no idea that i was going to just absolutely fall in love with it because so many people like when they start they're like oh i have to go to the gym i have to do this like i need to just i need to lose weight and then you get into it and then you just fall in love with the process and just being better and you start to just love the way that it feels for your muscles to be burning. That feeling is so good but so bad at the same time. I had no idea when I hopped into the gym that first time that it was going to completely just change my life and change me as a person completely, mentally and physically. There's so much more to the gym than just the gym if you take it seriously it can become such a big part of your life and if you if you don't want it to be such a big part of your life like that's also okay if you just don't really enjoy it and it's not what you're so passionate about that's cool too like if you're there for an hour every morning and you just stay consistent with it you'll see results like it doesn't have to be your entire life I know that if you're a part of like gym talk and um like Instagram reels is all gym It can seem really intimidating because of all of these influencers who it is their whole life and especially like when it comes to bodybuilding, like a lot of influencers are into bodybuilding. So you might see what they're doing and be like, oh, I can't do that. I don't have the time for that. I have a life outside of that. That's perfectly fine. Like you do not have to change every single little thing in your life it's just little changes that you can be consistent with it is so personal
for every person. Like you do not have to do what this influencer is doing or that influencer is doing. You don't have to meal prep and eat chicken and broccoli every single meal for six weeks and then lean out and do the Stairmaster for hours every single day. Like you just don't like, if you just wanna be healthy and you just want to be confident, anything in the gym can help with that really. So that's another big thing is that if you are seeing these influencers, it can be so intimidating because you see what they're doing and you're like, that's hardcore, that's not for me. I'm just, I'm just not a gym person, but that's not true. You can be a gym person. You just might not be a bodybuilder. I'm still learning at the gym, constantly learning new things that work and don't work and methods and exercises and all sorts of things. So this isn't some foolproof guide that you're gonna just be an expert in the gym and you're gonna be a bodybuilder by the end of this podcast episode because you know everything now. I still don't know everything. So I'm learning and I'm loving the process every bit of the way. So these are just some things that I wish I knew when I first started that would have helped me to get to where I am now a little bit sooner. So hopefully this helps someone out there if you like it, again, give this podcast a rating and review. It would mean so much to me. And share this and just anything that can help it grow. And if you know someone who wants to get into the gym and you want to give them a share to this podcast, that'll help them out. Follow my socials. I'm posting constantly new gym things, my workouts. I do vlogs on there. I plan when this is going up, I'm in the process of starting a YouTube channel, so I will keep you guys updated on that. Super excited because I can talk more and film more than a 60-second TikTok on there. So, so excited to see where all of this goes in the new year. I hope you guys enjoyed, and I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. Happy New Year. Bye.